Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Alright, hello everyone, and welcome to a new podcast, a to-be-announced podcast, a to-be-titled podcast, featuring myself, Chris Platty, and Connor Ennis of Kickback Hip Hop. Connor, how you doing, man, on this special first episode? Oh man, I'm feeling great, very excited for uh, what we have planned for the listeners in the upcoming weeks. It's going to be a lot of fun, I'm really looking exciting, or I'm really looking forward to the excitement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm really excited as well. So uh, before we jump into a podcast, explain what it is, what it's about and everything. Um, why don't we give listeners, because I mean, we both have our own platforms. We both have our own podcasts and our own content that we make on the side. This is a new show that we're doing together. So why don't we give everyone um, who's listening who might not have heard you or might not have heard me or might not have heard both of us, um, just a quick background on on ours on us and what we do. So I'll let you take the floor, Connor. Go ahead. All right, cool. Yeah. Um. So basically, I'll just touch on a little bit um about what I do and kind of where I'm at in the hip hop game now. Um. So basically, I kind of took it upon myself to stay more up to date in the rap game around like the start of my junior year in college, and so I pretty much just started listening to every notable album that was being released every week um and you know as i as i was listening to these albums and everything and i just felt like it made more sense for me to um to spend some time since it's like a passion of mine um reviewing these albums and everything so um i started a channel called kickback hip-hop um it's actually a group um and it's in the ground phase right now, but I do have really big plans for it. What I've done so far, I've really enjoyed. Um, I've taken a little bit of a break from it, but I've announced on my Twitter page at Kickback Hip Hop, a uh, little shameless plug there, that we um, I'm going to be starting it back up in October when I get into my new apartment. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. Um, and like I said, I'm just very excited to work on this podcast as well. I think it has a lot of potential. Very excited to work with you, Chris. Um, I think you're very knowledgeable and passionate, just like I am. Um, and we we have similar backgrounds too, which is cool because you know things are going to mesh well for us. And we've done a few shows on your uh, on your podcast in the past, and uh, they've been fun. So this should be a lot more relaxed, hopefully, for the listener, but definitely still entertaining. And I hope that everyone that listens to this and listens to us enjoys it yeah man um thank you for that uh yeah it's a, it's been great having you on the podcast so um as kind of mentioned i have my own podcast uh 
Strictly Hip Hop and Strictly Hoop Talk. Um, shameless plug. It's on iTunes and Podbean for now, but it will be expanding to both video and audio. Um, right now it's just audio, but it will be expanding to video as well. And it will be available on all platforms coming soon. Um, you know, I've, I'm really passionate, like Connor is, about hip hop. Like I said, you know, it's kind of a, it's kind of a, a, what I think will be a famous quote for me is that I've really had four parents growing up. I say, I say, I've had my mom and dad, and I've had hip hop, and I've had basketball. Like those are, those are my things. That's like hip hop and basketball outside family is my life. I listen to it all the time. Um, you know, I'm, I'm very passionate about it. I have my my podcast where I do all sorts of things. I review music. I, um, I reach out to, I reach out to artists and everything. Um, I'm working with dead end hip hop, which is very exciting. I'm in a partnership with dead end hip hop. So, um, hip hop heads, you guys know who they are and they're, they're awesome. I've had some of them on the podcast and more of them will be coming on the podcast soon. And maybe on this podcast too, when we when we get to break down um, how this podcast will be and the format of it and everything and how it will be different, but it's going to be different than Strictly Hip Hop. I told my fans from Strictly Hip Hop that this is an an addition, not a substitution. So Strictly Hip Hop is something I will continue to do. Uh, you can find all of it on my Twitter, which is at uh, at Real Chris Platty. Sorry, I almost plugged my old Twitter there and. Um, that's C H R I S P L A T T E. Um, so at Real Chris Platty, you can find a link to all my content. But yeah, I'm I'm really excited, and like you said, we both got uh, similar interests when it comes to hip hop. We both kind of came up the same route, which is a very very unique route, which might be very definitely very unique. Yeah, definitely not the normal normal route when it comes to it. So it's um, that might be a whole nother podcast in and of itself. But um, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and explain exactly what this podcast is for listeners, um, because this is going to be a new podcast. It's going to be a fun podcast, and uh, it, it kind of contains elements of what we both do, and it, it's going to be integrated. Um, it's it's we're going to integrate both of both of our channels essentially into into this one show that's going to be once a week, uh, and it's. And it's gonna be great. So, Connor, go ahead and go ahead and outline it because I think you explained it the best. What are we gonna okay. do? All right, cool. So, basically, the way that the show is going to work on a weekly basis, aside from this week, this week is um, just the introduction podcast. You know, we'll do our our normal segment that we would normally do, and then, uh, but for this week, we've just kept it into two segments. So we're, you know, explaining our backgrounds a little bit, uh, explaining how the podcast is gonna be, and then we'll go into our news section, which is normally how we will start the podcast. That'll be the first segment. Um, the news section, um, that was the best name I could come up with. I, I don't really know what else to call it, but basically we're going to take everything that's happened in the past week or the most important things that have happened in that week, and we're just going to kind of touch on what's going on in the hip-hop world, and then if there's things that we need to give our opinions on for certain topics, we will. Um, and I think we're also going to try and talk about a little bit what we've been listening to as of late. So, you know, um, if a new album drops or something, or if a new album is going to drop, we'll kind of talk about the anticipation or kind of just a little bit about what we thought of that, but probably not too much in depth because we both do album reviews on the side. So we will um, separate the album reviews to our separate channels and then just leave this as more of like a news segment. So 
Uh, you can add on to that if you want. Um, if you if I missed anything, if not, you can go into what the second segment's going to be. No, um, you explained it. Yeah, so the uh, one of the segments will be a new segment, like you said. Just talk about basically just kind of shooting the shit about what's happening in hip-hop, you know. Um, kind of that classic uh, barbershop talk, if you will, that everybody seems to love. That term that everybody seems to love, especially when it comes to hip-hop and sports. Um, so... That's kind of what it's going to be, is it's just going to be unfiltered uh, unfiltered conversation on whatever is going on. Um, you know, sometimes we might even, for fun, throw in, like, a, a classic segment, a classic discussion of some sort, you know, talking about uh, comparing artists or whatever. Um, it's, it's basically expansive in what it's going to be, but generally speaking, it's going to be heavily based on, on the news and what's currently happening in hip-hop, and it's just going to be a conversation about about what's happening in hip-hop and so another segment that um i think is really interesting is we're going to every week um again we're just doing the new segment this week because um we're introducing the show and everything but um starting starting from next episode on we will be interviewing some somebody in the music industry every week now this could be anything this could be somebody who does youtube uh who does who does youtube like connor or a podcast like myself, or it could be an artist that's actually in the industry, rapper, producer, or whatever. Um, and it can it can really just be anyone that has any type of tie into the industry, a, a fellow music reviewer um, that we know, or or anything. It's just anyone that has something to offer about hip hop so that is active in hip hop. And we bring them on the podcast and we discuss to them about what they do. And uh, it's a great way for fans, I think. What I'm excited about is I think it's a great way for fans to discover new people, discover new outlets. Because, you know, as highly as we think of ourselves, there is a lot of other great uh, content being put out when it comes to hip-hop. Yeah. So, um so th there's a lot to be shared about. And, um, you know, and that comes from everything. That's not just artists. That's also, you know, people that um i'm sure will be on the podcast soon that that do other pod hip-hop podcasts or youtube channels or whatever and so basically we're just bringing them on we're just talking about what it is they do and you know just kind of talking for them about 20 30 minutes just a casual and just a casual fun laid-back interview so um unless you have anything to add you can introduce the third segment yeah uh just just the only thing is that um so if you'd like to be interviewed by Chris and myself and you're listening to this, you can contact us um, at the email ccpodcontact at gmail.com. That is the email that we currently have. So like he said, um, artists, producers, media people, fans of rap, people who, who have some type of tie to, um, to the game and that you know are passionate about it and invested in it, please feel free to reach out to us and we will... Um, consider you for an interview yeah um, okay so then the last section after the interview is going to be questions from the fans um, so we don't exactly have everything mapped out at this point but we we want to have this last segment because um, it's just it's just kind of a cool interaction thing between the fans the people that are listening to us um, and us so they you anybody can send us a question um, at the same email it is ccpodcontact at gmail.com you can send us any question it can be advice related um, it can be a question that you want myself and Chris to debate really quick 
um, really anything that you want to ask us that pertains to hip hop or the music industry. Uh, anything that you want to anything that you want to ask us, we'll do our best to explain or the, to answer the question or explain what it is that you want to know. Um, we'll probably try to do, I would think, maybe three to four questions every week. So yeah, don't be don't be afraid to send us questions. We'd love to have them and we'd love to answer them on the upcoming shows. Yeah, and again, this is something that, um, and we'll put the email uh, in the description of the podcast so that uh, so that everyone can um, have that for now. Um, again, that's the email we're using for now. So shoot the shoot us questions, and they can also be for whatever artist is coming on or whatever um, subject is coming on. Um, you know, we'd love to have you guys submit questions for them. Um, you know, those will obviously be addressed in the interview section of the podcast, but. However, um, you know, if we announce who the guest is coming up, um, you know, we, sometimes we might do it as a surprise. Sometimes we might announce ahead of time. It all depends. But um, if, if the guest name is out there before and it's public, then uh, feel free to shoot us a question that you'd like us to ask them. And, and again, this is, the, the questions can be anything to do within the hip-hop community. It can be, you know, what do you think of this artist? Or who's better, this artist or that artist? Or what do you think of this project? Or... You know, just something you want us to answer, something you're interested in hearing our opinions on, essentially. So um, I'm very excited for this. I do fan Q&As. Um, I did a few for my basketball podcast, and they turned out very well. Um, I'm excited to do them for my hip-hop podcast, and I'm excited to do them for this hip-hop podcast because um, there's just, with hip-hop especially, there's just a lot of opinions, and there's a lot of um, there's a lot of good questions that can be asked. So... I'm definitely looking forward to this, and um, you know, it, it gives the fans kind of a stake in our podcast. Um, essentially, you know, we're depending on you guys to you know support us and give us something to talk about, and you know, kind of help push our platform and help um, help give us help drive our content. Essentially, so I'm very excited uh, because you know this is this is a for the people's hip hop podcast. So I'm very excited. Hundred percent gonna be awesome man all right so without further ado you want to jump into the uh new segment give them a little taste of what to expect for that okay cool so on today's podcast we are going to talk about um a tribute to tupac uh with the passing of him and we'll talk about um we'll talk about nas just had a recent birthday we're going to talk a little bit about him we're going to talk about russ and his current beef that he has going on in the industry and all the problems he's causing as of late and then we're going to talk about macklemore and his upcoming album so i will let you jump right into the tupac tribute i'll give you the mic let you speak to the people have at it all right uh man i'm glad we're speaking on Pac first um those of you that are longtime listeners of strictly hip-hop you know how i feel about tupac um you know, I mean, the guy is literally a superhero to me. Like, um, in in every sense of the word, he's he's an idol. Um, you know, and I know that's cliche to say because it's Tupac, but I mean, you know, I he was one of the first rappers I listened to. I, I, that really made me dive into hip hop when I was you know in ninth grade on the back of the bus listening to, you know, Brenda's Got a Baby and all these all these crazy songs that were you know teaching me a lot of things. And so Pac has been you know huge for me and 
his his impact, you know, with um, again this being the twenty last week was the twenty first anniversary of his passing. Um, if you believe he's dead, you know, there's still people out there who <laughs> believe he's we'll in save Cuba that for another conversation. Right, but um, you know, I mean, his impact is crazy. I mean, you still hear his music. Um, you know, if you listen to a rap radio station or you know a rap playlist of of some kind, you know, there's a good chance that Tupac Shakur is in that playlist. Um, you know, if it's, if it's anything that would, that would encompass, you know, hip hop in general, uh, his movie that was just released this summer grossed over 44 million and all of this. And the guy passed away 21 years ago and he's pretty much just as relevant as his last day, his last breath on earth. Like that's, to me, that's extraordinary. That shows a lot about who he is and that, that shows a lot about the content he gave us. The fact that the fact that we are still here 21 years later talking about this guy and this guy might even be you know might even be bigger now than he was when he was alive i mean i know in some sense that's not true obviously um because you know not everybody knows you know a lot about tupac but i mean this is something where you know anybody who even listens to one hip-hop song knows the name tupac you know, this is something that transcends even hip-hop. He's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. This is a guy who, you know, just transcended his genre and his time. And so, um, you know, obviously he's a huge inspiration to me. And I'm, I'm excited that we're doing this this tribute uh, this tribute for him. But, yeah, man, his, his impact is crazy, man, when you look at it. Like, he's still he's still being heard today uh, again a movie that was just released this year this summer grossed over 44 million a biopic about his life uh despite how you feel about it um you know there's mixed reviews on the on the movie itself and that's maybe a topic for another time but you know the fact of the matter is that he is still relevant and people are still dying to see and hear about more about Tupac Shakur yeah yeah uh so you know, it was crazy because we were we were thinking about what we were going to talk about for this first podcast, and and I and I was like, you know, there's been some stuff uh, with with Nas's birthday and everything, and some other stuff that's going on. But then, and it just hit me. I was like, wait, Tupac, the anniversary of his death was this was this just happened. So right. it was a perfect time to start the podcast. What better way to kick it off? And a tribute to Tupac, the legend himself. So when when we said that we were going to do this, I got really excited. So basically, um, when I first started really diving into the history of rap and became a true fan, uh, my initial starting point was to go back and start with the so-called OGs from the 90s. Uh, I can remember sitting in my room for hours on end listening to old rap albums um, you know, of course, I, I did my homework on, on the Biggies, uh, the Nasses, the Snoops, all those guys. And, you know, even though they created some amazing albums, and I would even say that a lot of them are better rappers than Tupac himself, none of them connected with me on the emotional level that Pac did. Uh, I remember the first time that I listened to Me Against the World, the Me Against the World album, um, and I just remember being shocked because it, it just, I felt it. Um, I had always heard that Tupac was this mysterious legend, but, you know, without 
actually listening to his music, you can't possibly understand what people mean about him. Um, and my view on the whole game just completely changed when I heard that album. Um, Tupac to me is the epitome of hip hop. Uh, you know, nobody in my opinion has ever been able to accomplish the feat of embodying the culture like Tupac did. Um, he was the mind, he was the heart, and at the same time, he was still able to maintain that hardcore image that was physically appealing to everybody. Um, he was a role model, a poet, an activist, um, and better yet, an underdog in society too. I think a lot of people forget about that. Um, but all of this happened before what he was 25 years old when he died and that is just mind-blowing to me i mean i'm gonna be 23 next month and just to think that i have two years to accomplish what tupac did and leave the <laughs> legacy that he did is unfathomable um i just and and you know with with the album process and everything i don't i haven't been able to find somebody that quite takes me on that roller coaster of emotions that Pac did when i listened to him the first time um, and my only regret related to Tupac is that I did not latch onto his music earlier in my life. Um, I will forever be grateful of the legacy that he left to the rap game. Um, and I appreciate him and will forever look at him as an inspiration to me. Rest in peace to the legend. Yep. Um, a superhero. I mean, that's really, that's really how it is to me. Like he really is a superhero, you know, yeah. he, a lot of so, people, a lot of people, you know, grew up, um, especially when they were younger. But like for me, I didn't really idolize the, uh, you know, the the Supermans and the Captain Americas and everything. It really, the first person that ever really inspired me like that was Tupac, and you know, I listened to Eminem too, but um, mostly Tupac. Just the way that I connected with him, it's unbelievable to me. Yeah, and I think that speaks volumes because, you know, we obviously, you know, grew up way different lifestyles than him. Like, mm -hmm. he just had something that transcended transcended everything. Like, it was just, it connected to every human. It was, it was amazing, and I'm glad you touched on everything else he did. You know, the acting, the poetry, the everything that he did because he was so much more, more than, you know a rapper and a hip hop oh, yeah. artist, you yeah. know? So, I mean, to this day, I, I could still watch his interviews for, for just for inspiration for, you know, like it's, it's crazy to listen to him speak, you know, 20 year 20 plus years ago now on things that are happening today. Yeah. Like, still relevant in society. Still relevant. So, um, the last thing we tried to do with, with Pac, um, for, you know, for this kind of, you know, tribute is we, we tried to do a top five and I say try to, because I'm sure, you know, just like, just like you or just like me, you had a lot of struggles making your list. I made about 20 different lists. Like yeah, I, really I don't really did. think this is possible, but we're going to do our best. Yeah. So, um, mine, and this is in no order because if, if there was, if I had to do an order, there would be, you know, a hundred more lists, but um, th my top five, and you know anybody wants to argue me, I'll probably, I, I'll probably it's probably a quick argument. And I quickly cave, but you know, um, the five to me they're just my personal favorites. 
uh to live and die in la of course uh that instrumental i mean man i could just listen to that all the time california love um you know i listen to that i literally think i listen to that every single day i can't tell you the last day of my life i have not listened to that song at least one time within 24 hours hail mary um two of america's most wanted that song with snoop man every time i hear that i just think Man, if if they were rapping in today's era, we definitely get like a little EP or something with the two of them, like with with how collaborative rappers are now. Um, I would have loved to have you know had a Tupac and Snoop even just an EP because their chemistry and their flow together was was just amazing, amazing. And then the last song to round it out, All Eyes on Me. So those are my top five. You know, you can hate it, you can love it whatever those are my personally my five favorites um you know obviously you know i'm leaving out iconic songs dear mama brenda's got a baby um you know other songs that i really love like how do you want it scandalous you know um i mean i could go on man so you know um th- that's my five that's what i'm rolling with um personal five favorites connor what do you got awesome man i respect the hell out of that i think you know it's super hard to do it and you really can't argue with that list. Wait, everything you just said was awesome. So, um, as well as you, two of America's most wanted. That is like, to me, like the dopest record ever. I just <laughs> right. love that record. Like when you know Snoop and Pac just going in together. It's just like yeah, like you said, that chemistry is just so cool that they had. Um, my personal favorite song by Tupac um, is "Me Against the World." That is like my that's like my anthem when I, you know, when I need to throw the headphones on and I just think about like, you know, stuff I want to accomplish, stuff I want to accomplish in life, um, goals I have to set. And it just reminds me that like, you know, it's, it's, it's just me. Nobody can hold me back except me. So that song, um, Dear Mama is also in there. I love that song. Um, life Goes On, actually. That is like yes life goes on was is like Ugh. the song with Pac that every time i listen to it like i could almost cry yes 100 um, percent. yep um that song is yeah, it just connects emotionally um so life goes on and then the last one is also california love because tupac's verse on that is insane and yeah. he just rips it apart i love it so that and two of America's Most Wanted are honestly like two of my favorite songs ever. So both in my top five for Tupac. Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, you can't argue with these lists, man. Like, no, there's no arguing, man. You, but you could you could name like easily 15 other songs that you would be like, oh yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one, man. I know, man. Like, I mean, shit. I mean, you know, you just named like five more that could have been on my list. You know, life goes on. Um, you know, we're talking about scandalous you know how do you want it i mean these are all dear mama me against the world um how if you hear me and our personal favorite of mine like yeah man i mean it's crazy i mean that just shows how good of an artist he was you know there's there's very few artists that i would have this much of of a struggle with picking um the top five so you know i did i did my best um let us know you know uh tweet at us you know at real Chris Platty, that's C H R I S P L A T T E, and uh, at Connor Ennis. Yep, and, um, it's C O N N E R E N N I S. Yes, yes, um, E R. So, um, 
don't forget that because I recently looked you up on Facebook and I found I, I did the e, I did um, the OR. No worries. But uh, yeah, so uh, if you're ready, you want to jump into the next topic? Yep. All right. So this past week was Nas's birthday. Big happy birthday to Nas. Um, I know you're not listening, but you are a legend. Uh, <laughs> I absolutely cannot wait for your new album to drop. Uh, I don't know when. You said you were going to do some digging, so I'll let you talk about that a little bit. Um, you know, and actually, over the past year or so, I've become more of a Nas fan than I ever have been in my life. Just going back and re-listening to all his work again, um, I do that from, you know, with every artist, I go back and do that on occasion. And just like Nas was the one this year that I really, uh, really came to have this strong liking for. So, yeah, he's become one of my favorites um, I'm expecting fire from this new album. I think people think that Nas is done, and there's no way. He might be out of his prime, but he's not done. I think he's about to bring the heat. I think we're going to get a gem with this album. Um, and, you know, he's kind of been keeping his name hot recently. Not as recent, but he was, he's he been he's been kind of around lately. Um, I love that song he did on Khaled's last album. The Major Nas Key. Album. Yeah, yes. Nas album oh. done. He still clearly has the lyrical ability that he's always had. So I am very, very, very excited for this and expecting a lot. Yeah, you know, it's funny you say that about Nas because to me, I agree. Like, Nas is a guy who within the last, I'd say, calendar year is someone who really, like, grew on me. You know, I had always liked Nas, you know, but... I kind of went through this phase where, you know, there, there's a lot of his work is he's one of the most controversial, like, superstars in hip hop. Yeah, you're right. You know, like, polarizing, I should say, more more than likely, because, you know, there are people like, you know, DJ Vlad and, you know, others who say he's the worst beat picker of all time. And, you know, he has a lot of garbage beats and whatever. And, you know, he has a lot of lackluster albums. And, you know, the Jay-Z line, you know, which... um not to get into it, but, you know, take over. Take over beats Ether for me. And one of the reasons why is when Jay has the line, you know, uh, you know, the one hot album every 10-year average, you know, that was uh, that was looked at at that time as, as true. But, you know, Nas's, some of his projects have evolved pretty well over time. Um, you know, it was written, of course, like one of the albums that was kind of okay out the gates or received commercially as okay but then grew, um, and, you know, of course, Stomatic and all these, all these other things, and, you know, Nas's recent features and everything have, has garnered excitement, so, yeah, he's someone where, you know, you, he, he's, he's kind of, he's, he's controversial, he's polarizing, I think, um, and he's interesting because he stays to himself, he really, you really don't hear him if it's not about music, you know, so that's why I'm surprised that I didn't, you know, I had no clue when Nas's birthday was. So when I seen the no, headline. I don't think anybody does. He's just like, he's like that mysterious figure that just only comes around when he drops fire, pretty much. Yeah. And so, so yeah, so I mean, I'm, I'm obviously really excited for a Nas album. You know, overall, I'm obviously, I'm obviously a huge fan of Nas, but you know, I, I would definitely admit to a year ago not being as big of a fan as I am now. And for whatever reason, you know, just listening back, whatever, just things kind of click. And, um, and yeah, so I'm, I'm excited, but I did some digging, like you said, on the album. Um, the album, again, it really started 
in the summer of last year of 2016 when uh when he announced on DJ Khaled's album, you know, my album's done, wait and see. And you know, the title of the track was Nas album done. And so, you know, everybody's like really excited for a Nas album and you know, it's a very public statement saying that he's got an album coming. And you know, 2016 passes, still no Nas album. Then in about March of 2017, I believe it was March, maybe it was April, but I want to say I'm pretty confident in saying March. Um, Nas did an interview with Mass Appeal and talked about how um, the album is, quote, coming out in 2017 for sure. Um, you know, I don't have the exact quote, but it was it was something along the lines of, of definitely 2017. He, he guaranteed it in 2017. But, you know... I think personally doing some digging and, you know, this is just all speculation from the outside. I'm obviously not Nas camp, but I think the plan was for it to be out already because Nas himself, um, you know, made the public comment that it was coming this year. And there was even a hint um, of it coming as a summer release. And recently he just performed at, at the Meadows Festival in NYC. So I imagine the original plan was to have the album out um, to perform at this festival much like Jay-Z did with 444. 444 was dropped, um, and right as about a month before it dropped, you started see- hearing, you know, oh, Jay-Z's doing this show, doing this show in September, this show in, in you know, August, and, you know, all these things. So, you know, kind of connecting the tea leaves, you said, oh, okay, Jay-Z's obviously planning for his album to drop before then. And so I feel the same way about Nas, you know, so... I'm not aware of any other upcoming Nas performances. Um, I have, I looked into it. I didn't see anything. I don't see he's not currently on tour. Um, I don't see him performing at any festivals right now. So now I don't know how motivated Nas is to drop the album at this point. Not saying that he's scrapping it entirely, but just saying that until you know he schedules another performance or something, um, you know he could he could kind of sit on the album or what is the finishing touches of the album uh, for a minute uh, until he decides, unless he has some, you know, just different grand plan that we're not aware of at this point. So it's all speculation, but to me, um, you know, I'm starting to lean more on the cautious side than the optimistic side of, of um, or the, I should say, the, the later rather than sooner uh, of when to expect a Nas album. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping. Let's hope. Yeah. Because we've, uh, yeah, we've been waiting for a while and it's time. Yeah. So, when's his last album? Like 2013, I want to say. Yeah, I want to get it right. I think it's 2013. I can, yeah, look that up. Um, Nas album. But yeah. Uh, no, not 2017, obviously. But yeah. So, anyways, uh, his last album was 2012 the life is oh, good 12 okay yep. i thought it was 13 as well yeah so um so nas it's been now 5 years um so yeah time, it's nas. it's about time it's, time it's about time nas you got to so, bring it now you got to bring it so we'll see um so you want to transition to the next topic or you got anything to add on nas no i don't have anything to add but just yep yeah, just happy birthday to nas that was the main uh Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! yeah. Shit, I forgot about that. Happy birthday, Nas! Um, cool for you, your dating Nikki. Um, <laughs> yeah, whatever. That was kind of weird that how that came out. Like, 
I was I was just like sitting at work and one of my buddies texted me. He's like, "Yeah, Nas is dating Nicki Nicki Minaj." I was like, and I I didn't even respond. And then I texted him back like five minutes later. I was like, "That's odd." That's all I said. I just well, you know it's really weird. You know what's funny about that, and this is probably for a whole nother podcast, but um, to lay the premise, like, um, Nicki Minaj went on, like, Ellen DeGeneres or something. It was, like, a week after Remy Ma released Sheether. Mm-hmm. And Sheether, obviously, is a remix of the instrumental of Ether, which she originally had the rights to. But then, apparently, the rights were um, either revoked or taken away, or I don't know how the process, or maybe she didn't have them, and she thought she did, and it was the deal was in the process and just got abandoned. Mm-hmm. But um, it was like a week after that that um, Nas and Nikki were reported to be dating. So, like, you know, I mean, conspiracy? there's a there's a little yeah, there's a little conspiracy as far as Nas's role in the in the Nikki versus Remy beef. Nice. Um, Nice. I so, didn't even put two and two together with that, but yeah, I like that. Yeah, so um, I mean, shout out to Nas. You know, he's he's got the birthday, he's got the girl, he's got presumably the album on the way. Nas is winning. Keep winning, Nas. All right, cool. All right, so uh, now we get to talk about like our favorite topic of the night, and that is Russ. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not I'm not completely as up to date with everything on russ as probably you are but i did watch the uh his interview with academics on everyday struggle yeah um very interesting to say the least uh, i don't know how you want to start this you you want to know what i put for my notes and i swear to god this is all i put for my notes Can I take a uh, guess? for russ yeah go for it fuck russ <laughs> yes it, i put fuck this guy yeah three words dude, i knew it i almost i almost wrote that for the first thing that i put on there i almost just put fuck russ and then i was gonna go on to my the next part of it right <laughs> right right yeah i mean yeah so russ if you're listening whatever um i don't like your music i don't think you're good i think you're fake um to me it's really interesting that russ markets himself or recently markets himself, I don't know, you know, how recent this strategy is, but he talks about being this, you know, for the people's rapper, you know, and that was really what he talked about a lot on Everyday Struggle, was he tried to drop, like, this knowledge that, you know, was so industry talk, but I mean, you can listen to everything Russ said in that interview, and not to brag about my content or whatever, but it's stuff I've been saying for over a year um, even years going back to, if you look at just my tweets, like these are things that I've documented in the public world saying, like they're not industry knowledge. Um, you know, this is things that anybody who even just studies the industry, even if you're an outsider, you know, that these things occur, you know, about the planet artists and the, you know, in the, in the shadiness of, of the industry, like that's, you know, that's something. So he, he comes off as fake there. That's my first problem. The second problem is, look at look at his quote unquote beef. So he had the beef with the pigeons and playing right as his album yeah. was coming. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, of course, you know, rappers. He's not the first rapper to you know instigate beef for promotion and for headlines for for a project. You know, it's his debut project, whatever. But notice, then he promotes this. He he does this show with Everyday Struggle for forty five minutes. Everything's cool, and then all of a sudden he you know starts throwing shade at Nadeska. Which, Nadeska, okay, not my favorite person in the world, so I'm not going to come off as somebody who's, you know, caping for everyday struggle by any means. But, 
you know the fact that the fact that he operated the way he operated where everything was fine for 45 minutes then he just flips this little switch on on Nadeska for Nadeska apparently electing to say no for him to come on the show um but i guess apparently um i i guess complex supposedly released the email i hadn't found it but um released the email and basically it showed that you know it was all what russ was saying was a lie essentially so he's picking beefs with these media and you know that and the funny thing is is that he's instigating all these beefs right and and it's so easy to beef against the media because we as a society have such a like a like a a we have such a we have such a bad perception of media already it's so easy to be jaded by the media everyone just like the government everybody could say the government's corrupt oh yeah it's corrupt like you know and you know people will run with it because they have a shaky reputation just like the media does and so it's it's a false narrative that's easy for people to buy, but really it's just promotion for him, and it, you know. And so he and these beefs are fake, like they're just fake. Uh, you know, he's mad at pigeons and planes for not supporting him four years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't get how you can be mad because yeah, I get you can have a chip on your shoulder because you know you might feel you're better than artists, but. How many of us, you know, even as a podcaster, you know, I've had doors that were, you know, kind of like, you know, that I tried to open that were closed on me at the time. And, you know, they come back around, you know, that's part of the game. Like, not everybody's going to be accepted right when they start. Right, dude. He's being a little, so he's just being a little bitch about that. So that was like the first thing that I wrote on here. So I just wrote down a few topics that they talked about on there. And I thought we could just go through and kind of hit on each one real quick. So the first thing he said, um, you know, he's bitching about this blog not posting him while he's not popping and now all of a sudden he's popping and they want to post him and he's like no like fuck you guys okay you're being doing their job a little bitch bro because if i'm okay if i'm a soundcloud artist with two thousand followers and i come to you and i say hey man let's work what are you gonna say of course not like why would you waste your time with that you're not gonna work with me but then all of a sudden i turn into you know somebody as popular as you or more popular and now i'm like Hey man, or you come to me and you t- you ask me to work. Am I gonna say no because of that? Like no, because you don't you you know you have to take you have to take things in stride. You you got you got rejected. Shit happens. Like why are they gonna post you if you're not popping? They're not. Right. They're not right. gonna post you if you're not popping. Like that's just not how it works. So he's just being a little bitch about that. That was the very first problem that I had. And, you know he's got whatever whatever this is this ego that he has about. Well, you know, if they didn't fuck with me then, then I'm not, I don't fuck with them now. I just, I think that's shitty. And then um, Nadeska was like, well, you know, don't you think you're burning bridges? Because she she said she was at one point um, a blogger. And he's like, he basically is just like, I don't give a fuck about bloggers. But she's like, but what if, what if they become something bigger than that in the future? And he's just like, he like didn't have an answer for it. He just like kept changing the the topic and she's right you're burning bridges with people that might have a big say in something that you're going to do later in life and that's going to really hurt because the way that you treated them is how they're going to treat you yeah can i can i add something uh real quick and then i'll let you jump back in um so i've actually talked to you know i'm far from plugged in the industry everybody knows that but i do have some people that are you know, of some status in the industry that I can talk to on occasion. And so, um, 
these two people I, I reached out to, uh, you know, their sources, so I'll protect my sources. But yeah, they basically, um, they said that, yeah, like Russ is pissing off a lot of people. Like he's burning a lot of industry bridges between that and this whole fake, you know, these planet artists subject, which is a whole nother thing that has an interesting layer that we'll get to in a second. Um, but yeah, um, he's definitely kind of, he's definitely burning bridges and not operating in the smartest way um for his brand but um yeah i'll toss it back to you i just wanted to add that point that yeah there are people that are pissed about what russ is doing and think his antics are childish yeah 100 percent. so yeah i mean that was all i had to say about that first part but then so you just talked you talked about the industry plan so we can go into that i'll let you talk about that yeah so the interesting thing and so i did i dug for i'd say over an hour and so I haven't found anything substantial. So let me just say this outright, what I'm saying. I'm not saying that this is true. I'm just going off of the only credible source that reported it. Um, but on Everyday Struggle, the, the, the show was on a Friday. So on Monday, they come back to and they do their, which is their next show. And, you know, Joe Budden's there who wasn't there for the Friday show. You know, they're kind of talking shit and whatever. And one of the things Nadeska mentions, I believe it's Nadeska, maybe it's academics. I bu- it, it's one of those to mention it. But um, they alluded to the fact that Russ's father is apparently uh, owns a media company that has a partnership with Russ's label. Now, I don't know if this is something that was achieved, um, that, that the partnership was achieved after Russ's deal. Um, just in good graces to the artist. I don't know if this was something that was beforehand that helped him get the deal. And I don't know if this is even true. But Complex, they operate as, you know, you can like them or hate them, but they they would not put something out there that's clearly fake. Um, so I'm surprised that it's not being talked about as much. But if this is true, and I'm not saying this is true, I'm not saying it is or isn't true, so it's totally up to speculation. So, um you know i'm i'm not i'm not trying to paint any type of narrative but if this is true doesn't this question doesn't this literally contradict everything he's quote unquote standing for i mean you know he talked about on the on the everyday struggle for half the episode he talked about how there's all these fake artists in the industry and again my problem with them he could shine light on that. He could say names. He could, you know, talk about situations. He could give us actual industry knowledge. Um, if he really didn't care, if he really was this fuck you attitude, then he would have no problem saying, you know, Kendrick has a ghostwriter or whatever, you know, anything like just some some blasphemous big industry secret that we are just not uh, we that we are just not able to know about. So. Um, so that's really my problem with them, and that to me is just an interesting, interesting thing. Now, I could not find a name for his father, so unless he said it in a song, if he did, uh, fans who are listening to the podcast, please tag me in that, um, tag me or show me, send me a link to the song so I can figure out his name and do more extensive Googling, but yeah, I could not find anything from, you know, the, the research I put into it, but yeah, if, if that's true, that's, uh, that's a very interesting uh, fold into the, um, a very interesting wrinkle into this whole Russ versus the media beef thing. Yeah, and, and, and another thing, like, 
it kind of makes sense and this is like maybe a theory but right he so who the hell ever really heard of russ until yeah. recently i mean we okay and that's a good point that's a very fair point that i was going to bring up is that you and i both study the industry now of course we're not going to know every soundcloud no, rapper because but you would you know, think that you would one think of so, us would have at least heard the name like yeah if you've been no. grinding that hard for that long with no help ever and then all of a sudden you just start popping like what happened right and, yeah and that was exactly. something he tried to touch on and he was kind of like he was like you know of course when when somebody's a new artist you're gonna be like well he came out of nowhere but not really like there's plenty of artists that i've like heard their names but never really paid any attention to and then when they blew up i was like oh shit like oh I that's that, that guy is. yeah yeah and that's not the case no with doubt. us i literally like never. i don't know i just didn't hear anything about him when he was coming up ever and then he never said he's got anything. like 11 mixtapes and he's been grinding for like 11 or 10 10 or 11 years now like putting music out every year i don't know it just something's off there in my yeah. opinion yeah no and that's another thing that you know gives the the conspiracy a little bit of stock a little bit of credit mm -hmm. is that you know the fact that you know of course we don't like i'm not i'm not i'm not a no jumper so i'm not actively looking through soundcloud so right. like i'd be yeah. interested i'd be interested to hear if no jumper knew about him personally i don't know yeah, me too. i don't know if no jumper knew about him and if he did for how long um before he was popping because no jumper and now if no jumper came out and said he didn't know then that would be a huge red flag to me because he has a very good pulse if not one of the best pulses on the on the whole underground slash soundcloud yeah, he's got, rap he's had everybody community. like he, you yeah. know he had yachty before yachty was popping and that was another name. yeah pump will pump yeah, everyone pump yachty, everyone he's been that whole wave xxx he was there too yep. like that whole wave he's just and mad respect to him i have a lot of a lot of right uh, he gives me a lot of inspiration for doing this as well like he's the fucking man so shout out to adam from no jumper yeah man i'd love to sit down with him even though we're totally opposite personalities yeah, completely but it would be so fun to talk about i feel like just, just oh to, yeah just to hear what he's like as he's just like that that like crazy wild off the off the chart kind of guy and then you've got more conservative people like us so that would be fun yeah, that would definitely be fun. So all right, so um, the, yeah. the third topic I have on here about Russ is the so this is just a quick thing. He talks about the XXL list not being credible, all this stuff, and how he he says that they haven't been credible for two years. Um, and then people were screenshotting his tweet saying where he was like, "Retweet this if I should be on oh, Double XL yeah. this year." Like obviously you still care. Yep. So another little fake thing there and then yeah, uh, i don't know if you that, want to that's talk interesting about it. i forgot about that but now that you say that i remember i don't know if you want to talk about it but the the shirt controversy thing oh yeah 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 we should touch on the shirt because that's another element okay, so, so um, this is the only thing with russ that i'm just kind of like whatever i don't give a fuck what he says about it i right. don't think it makes that big of a difference what he talks about um i see both sides of it like him bashing these people and the culture and everything and it's kind of fucked up but at the same time, like, he does have a little bit – he has a point in idolizing drug use and abuse. Like, it's it's not cool. Yeah. But, like, you're shitting on everybody and not name-dropping. Like, 
it's just being fake still. But I just don't really give a fuck about that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so one of the things I wanted to add is um, my friend Kalo. Shout out to Kalo. So those who listen to Strictly Hip Hop know who Kalo is. He is a core a uh, a core piece of the podcast like um a huge huge part of the podcast um uh, so russ you know the after show message that that's what that's what the post was titled and it said you know how much that it was a t-shirt saying you know in in just white like kind of like microsoft word font how much how much zanzelines do you have to do before you realize you're a fucking loser mm-hmm. and uh fredo santana SSR tweeted, quoted that tweet and said, until I can stop thinking about my dead homies and the trauma I've been through in my life, yeah, that's I when I'll that stop. Too. So, you know, obviously, like, from a basic standpoint, I agree. I actually agree with Russ. Like, I mm-hmm. there are a lot of people out there that are using drugs for the wrong reasons, you yeah. know, not saying that there's ever really a truly a 100% right reason, but in a situation like that, you know, in an environment like that, it's understandable, at least. Mm-hmm. And so, um, to me, yeah, I don't really care. He's like, both, also, sides, both sides are right. He's also being, um, he's not showing any sympathy for that side of it either. Like, there's people right. that are truly addicted. Like, they don't do this shit because their favorite rapper is popping Zans. Like, people are addicted to drugs, man. Like, it's serious. So, I don't know. It's It's... I see both ways. I do agree with yeah. what he's saying, but at the same time, like you got to show a little sympathy for the people that aren't just being, you know, you know, they're not just abusing no. them on purpose. And w- and what does this stand even matter? Like, it why doesn't. does this? Why does this matter? To it's you? just creating, trying to create more beef. Dude, that picture blew up, and that's exactly what he wanted. Exactly. This is that. this is what he wants. He exactly. wants attention. He, dude, I I see more of his name on Twitter than I've ever heard of like his music. Like I'm not a fan of his right. music at all, but I've listened to some of it. Not a fan. I see his name every day on Twitter, and it pisses me off. Right. It's every day because then he. Oh yeah, we should talk about. He did drop the diss track. Did you hear the diss track? I I heard the snippet that uh, the Everyday Struggle played for Joe. Oh yeah. I didn't um, listen to the whole thing. There was not one hot bar. I challenge anyone to find a hot bar. Yeah, you know, there, there was, was the, 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 the Joe's got a job. It's the everyday the struggle. Joe, the average Joe daily, or I don't even, yeah. day job. It's an everyday struggle. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that was so, that was so corny. That was not any type of bar. Like, that was like, I'm like, to be honest, I wish everyday struggle would have just never acknowledged it. Yeah. Like if they would have just if they would have just not talked about it and just moved on and let's and let's, just let's not not give him attention. Let's not forget that Joe Budden would put him in a grave lyrically. So yes, I don't, I don't even know even retired Joe. Yeah, even a retired Joe Budden still got bars. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, um, that was a. That was a whole nother thing when I heard that. I was just like, I was just like, okay, you gotta be kidding me! Like this is this is just nothing but marketing at this point. You're you're dropping a diss track for media. When in hip hop have we done like? Okay, hip hop's always diss media. That's fine, but like an actual diss track dedicated to a show that gets only like a couple hundred thousand listens an episode. You know, not shitting on it, but like it's not like it's. It's not like it's Good Morning America. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's, to me, it was just, 
yeah. flat out fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, I don't got anything else to say on yeah, Russ. We, we um, can move on. I would have been fine with talk. saying the three words "fuck this guy," but yeah. I'm glad I elaborated. Yeah, me too. Um, it gives it at least gives the people that are listening some uh, feel better some substance about why we can't stand this guy. I feel better. Yeah, I um last last thing. There's very few people I root against in hip hop. Um, generally, I'm a get your check guy. Um, or or I'm a okay. I'm understanding. Like this is this is my realm. This is in my realm. Whatever, you know. Do you kumbaya all that shit? But um, there's very few people I root against, and I can actively say that Russ is somebody I'm rooting against. I cannot wait till we stop talking about this guy. Yeah, same. All Anyways, right. yep. All right, let's move on to Macklemore. Yep. <laughs> Great transition. Um, you know, Macklemore. So the question I had. Um, he's dropping an album. Um, it's with it's without Ryan Lewis, so we can yeah, touch like, on that a that little bit like if med, you want. The main headline that I saw was yeah. the controversy of no Ryan Lewis. But the thing when I was when I was drumming up the question for us, I was like, Macklemore is dropping an album this week. I don't even remember what it's called offhand. I could look it up if uh, you give me a second. Either. But um, but he's dropping an album this week. The question is, does anyone still care? Like Macklemore is obviously he's still got a strong fan base, but he is not the 2012 Macklemore that everybody just was that had the industry by storm. Yeah. He was, he is not that Macklemore nope. um, anymore. He does not have that level of popularity. He fell off. You know, he talked about the reasons he fell off. You know, he talked about again, relapsing with drugs. He's had a, a long, a long battle with addiction. Um, so, you know, the best out to the, the best wishes to him in that fight. And, you know, I rev- I didn't review his last album, but I talked about it on my podcast. And um, essentially where I stood is there was three good songs and the rest was horrible, god-awful, never want to hear again. Um, So, and it was like, I think, 14 or 16 tracks, his last album. Um, Great intro, phenomenal intro, phenomenal outro. Um, uh, He's very good to me when he's introspective. So I know coming in that if I if I decide to, and I'm not even sure if I'm going to listen, I think I'll give Macklemore the benefit of the doubt because I like him as a person. Um, and I think I think when he, I think he can make great music in a certain pocket. Like when Macklemore is doing the poetic, introspective, deep songs, I think he's phenomenal at that. The light tunnels, the white privilege, to the um, I'm blanking off the heist, but there's a few off the heist that I'm that I'm blanking at the moment, so forgive me, but, um, well, Macklemore is very deep and introspective, like, he is a damn good artist to listen to, like, he can, he can make those songs and craft those songs very well, so, um, I know that if he, if he comes with some of those, I'm gonna like those, but, you know, he had a song on his last album where his cat meowed, and he said, my cat is a better rapper than you, I kid you not, I cannot make up this level of corniness this guy (laughs) has, so yes oh my gosh it was like the third track in too it wasn't even like something like you put at like the the last track like oh shit i need something to fill this album i'll get it i'll get my cat to me out no it is the third track like okay it goes light tunnels phenomenal intro downtown a pretty good song um not bad Uh, and then it goes to this song about um brad pitt and his cat meows and it's just like this this cluster of corniness that I just could not take, that I that I cringed at. 
Um, like, I didn't even laugh. It wasn't the corny funny. It was just straight up, like, I literally cringed in my seat, seat listening to this song. Um, yeah, so, you know, I know there's going to be moments like that that I absolutely hate, but I know there will be moments where, you know, he'll make some, he'll make some pretty good introspective music, so... I don't know. I, I honestly don't know if I'm going to give this listen. Are you going to give this listen? Do you care about Macklemore? Like, where are you at with Macklemore? Yeah, so I I really don't care for Macklemore. Never have. Not a fan. Uh, I know he's got, like, a solid fan base and everything, so I can't really knock him for that. Um, yeah, I'm Macklemore doesn't stick with me. So, to be honest, probably not even going to listen to it. Um, you know, if, if, if the singles pop up here and there or whatever, I'll give them a listen. I know I'll hear them on the radio because I always do. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know what it is about Macklemore. I think, like you said, I think he's very cringeworthy. Just he, I don't know who he reminds me of. Like, I can't even think of anybody he reminds me of in rap ever. He's like, I don't know. He's like, if you took somebody from a different genre and just threw them in rap and told them to do their best, I feel like that would be Macklemore. But I don't know. I, and don't get me wrong. Like you said, he, he's he's got some songs that I that I like, but for the most part, yeah. I just... Not and just, he's got some good intentions, yes, too. Yes, he does, like, yeah. I don't so, like him as a person at all. I think He's, he's kind of like a logic yeah, to I me. Yeah, I think he's a really good guy. I, I don't knock him, but I just I just can't get with the music. So okay, so I looked, give it a listen. I looked up the album. You want to hear the features? I saw Yachty. That was that was it. Yeah, he released that song. I actually heard it. Oh really? Um, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was what you expect a little Yachty and Macklemore song to yeah, be. Okay. Just yeah, just yeah. Um, so, so the album's called Gemini, apparently, mm-hmm. and um, he's got a little Yachty on it. Okay, Offset. Of course, we know what that song's gonna sound like before it oh, even comes out. Goodness. Kesha. What? Yeah. He's got Kesha on this thing. Shout out Kesha. And there was, Honestly, there was there was one other one. Is this um uh no, I thought that said Travis Scott's Travis Thompson, I was gonna say. Um there's one that. other like cringe worthy um like feature that I that I know I'm missing somewhere on here. But yeah, like he just went for like the most poppin' like f- like he went for Kesha, the pop artist. Skylar he went Gray. for off- offset, yeah. Uh is Skylar Gray on this thing? Yeah. Oh, she is. That's one. I, I didn't know, know that's that. who you're talking about. No, it, it wasn't. But okay. um, but um, that's interesting. Yeah, I'm seeing that now. Yeah, and the song with Offset is called Willy Wonka. Dear God. Oh, um, but you know he's got Offset. He's got a member of the Migos, so that you know that's a sneaky thing artists are doing now. They're hopping on Migos song just so that they can sound like them yeah. and not get away with you know basically plagiarizing. Mm-hmm. Um. So we already know what that song's gonna sound like. The Kesha song's gonna be pop, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Mar Marmalade, I think is how you say it. Marmalade with Lil Yachty. Yeah, that song was trash. Um, that does yeah, not surprise so. me whatsoever. Actually, the, so I'm looking. This the glorious song featuring Skylar Gray. I feel like that could be all right. Yeah. Yeah, it could. I'm a fan of Skylar Gray. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, definitely not excited to hear it. Um, Ryan Lewis is not on this. I, I don't know. 
I really don't know how involved Ryan Lewis is. Like, I've seen interviews where they talk about, you know, who does what and everything. But to be honest with you, I still don't have a sense of how critical Ryan Lewis is to Macklemore. So yeah, this no could idea. be off the if, – if he's critical, this could be off the rails bad. Oh, yeah. Very. This could be like a – this could be my lowest album rating ever, which I think right now is currently a Lil Yachty um, Teenage Emotions 3 on my podcast. I listened to that. that was, yeah. That was a good one. I liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a, that was a really um, funny podcast. I tried to stay so positive for that one. Yeah, I could tell. Um, you know, and I'm positive. I mean, the kid's 19. He can't evolve. Oh, so of course. Whatever. Of course. So whatever. But, yeah, that, that project was terrible. Um so yeah, he's doing. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna give it a listen. I mean, I got an hour car ride home. I'm taking on Thursday. How long is this album? Please don't tell me it's like. It's gonna be more oh. than an hour. It's well, it's 16 tracks. It might be like an hour exactly. <sighs> Dear God. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with no. Yeah, I'm gonna go with no either because if I'm driving. And I'm listening to this album for an hour straight. I might, I'd probably rather just turn into oncoming traffic, just turn into the (laughs) other part of the highway. (laughs) Just take the wheel. Well, Um, it's all right. At least we got to to talk about him a little bit. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I mean, hey, look, if he he delivers something that's good, um, kudos to him. Happy for you. Um, But. Yeah, I'm not expecting to like more than... If I listen, I'm not expecting to like more than three songs. Over or under, there you go, for gamblers out there, over or under 3.5 songs you'll like on this project, if you listen to it. Are you talking... Are, is that a question for me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, under, so you going under. with... You yeah. going with... Under? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm going. <laughs> I'd be shocked... I'd say three is probably the absolute max yeah. of songs that I would consider I like off this album. All right, uh, cool. Should we wrap it up? Yeah, I think we should, man. Um, that's a longer new segment than we'll do. Yeah, um, we tried to give you we tried to give you guys more topics because um, you know as a kind of a as kind of a, you know a compromise for not delivering the other two segments. But I promise you, starting next week, we will deliver the other segments. Um, and as far as, like, you know, stay patient with us for the polishing. Um, we obviously don't have a name for this podcast yet. We don't even, you know, have, like, an instrumental that we're using or whatever at the time. So, um, you know, any producer uh, actually can contact our email. Again, the email is in the description. Um, so uh, you can email us if you think you have a hot beat that you want us to use. Send that to us ASAP, and um, we will give you credit for that. Um, so producers listening out there who think they can, you know, Scott Storch that shit, send it our way. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, um, I'm excited. I'm excited for the future of this podcast. I'm very excited. Uh, we're going to continue to brand things out. We, we've already bounced back and forth before we jumped on the podcast of creative ideas for, for the future of this podcast. But just know that this is, this is the podcast at its rawest form. It will evolve over time. Um, but for now, man, uh, one of the most important things I want to push is, um, of course, give us a follow. If you like, and support what we do, check out our con our individual content as well. Cause we both like what we do 
And funny enough, I think we both shouted each other out on our platforms a few times. <laughs> um, so, so uh, you'll definitely feel you'll definitely see like the the crossing. And if you want to hear more from us specifically, right now Connor went on my podcast, Strictly Hip Hop, a few times. So check that out. But um, but yeah, in the future we got a lot of stuff coming. And uh, don't forget to send us questions because next week we will be doing questions. So. We need you guys to send us questions ASAP. Um, and, uh, you know, send it to us through Twitter or Facebook. And if you want, we will shout out your your name, your username or your Facebook name or however you send it to us. We will or email, say what you want us to shout out in your, in your email. And uh, we'll do that for you. So, yeah, man, um, I'm excited for the future. Very excited. Um, be everybody's got to stay tuned for the interview section it's going to be dope it's going to be a lot of fun i can't wait we're going to be hustling yeah. we're going to be we're going to get some some good ass people on here i promise that oh so yeah everybody's oh. got to stay tuned for that uh, oh yeah very excited it's going to be a dope podcast can't wait um so we'll see what the uh, future has in store for us yeah and you know what as these fans um as you guys continue to elevate us the more you guys elevate us the better artists and people will be able to get on this podcast so this podcast is driven by the fans man so um you guys definitely have to guys and gals definitely have to uh support our podcast and push our content because um that will ultimately the more you push our content the better experience and the better content we'll be able to give you guys in the future so I'm excited, man. Yep, and tell your hip-hop people about us. Tell them, tell them to send us an email, get on the podcast. You know you want to see your friends on here. You want to see the people that you look up to in the game. Uh, get them on here. We want. We would love to interview them. So just send us that, that email again. It's ccpodcontact at gmail.com. It's in the description, like Chris said. And I think that's all we got, huh? Yeah, man. I think that's I think that's all she wrote. You know, we're still working on you know intros and outros and whatever. We'll we'll figure we'll figure this shit out. Yeah, yeah. not worried <laughs> about no- it. It's gonna be awesome. For for now, this is the Wing It podcast. Yep, the Wing It. I like it. <laughs> the Wing It podcast. All right, cool. All right, Connor. All right. Take care, man. You too, man.